Welcome everyone. We are about to begin Bases Hashem feedback and insight share number sixty-four. We're going to talk today about forgiveness and about being responsible. In regard to forgiveness, of course, we're talking about when a husband and wife hurt each other deeply in many ways, and they're working through it now. And the first step is, of course, that whatever negative behavior that was done in the past to stop it completely. And that goes without saying. Because if the behavior, which is abusive behavior or harmful, hurtful behavior is continuing, then it's a serious thing and one needs counseling and do everything they can to make sure that behavior stops. But what about if that behavior indeed is in the past or is seriously being worked on that it should remain in the past. But they need their forgiveness one to another. And it's very hard to forgive. The Misalsi Sharm talks about it. It's not an easy thing not to want to take revenge or at least not to have that, you know, loisita of having that ill feelings in your heart to remove it completely is very hard for us human beings, for us people especially if people hurt you badly. And especially if at the time it was amazing, meaning they knew what they were doing and they did it anyway. And sometimes a husband or wife in the past have done those things where they intentionally tried to hurt you and had hurt you. But now that you want to repair that damage and you want to heal and you want to grow and you want to put it behind you and you have indeed worked on those behaviors to try to get past it, it's important to do your best, to do everything you can, to take that move, which may be scary and may be hard, but to actually fully forgive your husband and your wife. Now again, you need to remember, we said this before, that forgiveness does not mean that you are totally cleaning a person from their blame or their responsibility, but it removes from you this resentment of wanting to punish them or wanting to hurt them. And when you forgive another person, you're not saying that what they did was all of a sudden good. You're not saying that what, what was hurtful to you was not hurtful to you. You're not saying that they were innocent in what they did. What you're doing really is you're turning it over to the Rabbi Shlailam. I see their behavior changed. I see they're not doing that harmful behavior anymore and they're working very hard at least on it. So I forgive them. I'm leaving it up to you, HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But mitzad me, I forgive them. This prevents so many future arguments. Yes, if there's a current situation that needs to be worked on, of course you work through it. If there's something upsetting now, open communication and working through it, you work through it. We're talking now specifically about the grievances of months or years, even decades of things that were already done and were regretted. And when you forgive one another, you see very often that people who actually do the forgiving, once they do so, they're made and they say, you know, it's like a weight being lifted off my shoulders. I'm removing that resentment from our heart. It's a breath of fresh air. It's a chiyas. And that's really very important to know. And... If you hurt each other in the past, it's important now to break that 
cycle. And any type of healthy romance, I shouldn't really use the word romance the way it's used now, but the connection between a husband and a wife in a special way, the intimacy, enjoyment of each other, is a lot dependent on their mutual commitment to forgive each other between the two of them. That we're never going to hurt each other intentionally and what we did in the past. We put it in the past and we forgive. So that is one aspect to do everything you can, especially for behaviors that are not current anymore. Baruch Hashem. It's worked on. Sometimes it may pop up its ugly head, but they work on it right away and they fix it, they correct it. They're not the same person like they were before and they're getting they're on that track to work on forgiving one another. Another aspect of marriage is in a marriage that Hashem wants. It could be besimcha, healthy, arichas yomim, parnosa, Again, the schosa parnosa comes from if you machabed, like the Rav has told the Bnei Mechuza, if you machabed your wives, you become an oisher, you become rich, or you definitely book, your financial situation will be better if you machabed your wife, and your sexual life will become better, and you'll have healthier and happier children. Marriage is a beautiful, beautiful thing. Be'etzem, Hashem wants it, then it's a beautiful thing. And we have ten mamorim, mamores in Bereshis, but according to the Zoyer, it's counted differently than in the Gemara. And the last one is Esaloi Ezek and That's the last mimer. You see that Hashem values marriage and is telling you that your wife can enhance your life and add to your life. And your husband can enhance your life and add to your life with whatever challenges there may be. And again, part of it is being responsible and taking good care of your husband and wife, getting taking good care of your marriage and taking personal responsibility for yourself for, for your part in enhancing your marriage. And the more responsible, the more you feel an achrayas to what your commitments are supposed to be as a husband or as a wife, the more you will enjoy the many delights and many wonders and matana of the oneness. And generally speaking, the less responsible you are, the more painful it will be and the more divisive it will be. So for example, if a person wants healthy children and a person wants healthy intimacy in the bedroom, but he does not lift a finger to help his wife around the house, or does not put any effort in training the kids and throws it all on the wife, you can't expect unhealthy, healthy children and you can't expect healthy intimacy in the bedroom. Or for a wife, if she wants financial stability from her husband who is being mefarnes in her and wants a happy marriage, but then spends money without boundaries or doesn't take into consideration her husband's physical intimate needs at all, that will also harm a marriage. So we each need to know what our responsibilities are, what our achrayas is. 
And the question is, you have to ask yourself, all of us, the men to each other, and the women to themselves, and the men to themselves. Am I doing what I'm, what Hashem wants me to do? Am I being memala ma'chiyuvim klapi hakadosh baruch hu on this marriage? What hakadosh baruch hu wants me to do is the marriage, and and if you do that, the marriage ultimately ninety nine point nine percent of the time blossoms and grows. Is your wife or husband the one that's carrying all the weight in this marriage? Could you help lighten that load? You need to take responsibility and lighten that load and to love your husband and wife, to cherish them, to help them. And also, part of taking responsibility is not just your chiyuvim, your obligations you have towards your spouse, but it's chiyuvim, responsibility of taking ownership of our own mistakes. People don't connect the dots here. By wanting and seriously correcting your own mistakes in all areas of your life, you are ultimately enhancing your marriage with your husband or with your wife when you do your own self-correction with your own mistakes. And I don't just mean mistakes that took place in your marriage towards your husband or wife, but your own mistakes overall when you work on not trying to justify them, not trying to deflect healthy criticism, but to face your mistakes and to fix them, you're enhancing your marriage as a result. And when you find fault in your spouse instead, they're the easiest target. That's part of the issue in marriage. When you're married and something goes wrong or there's something that you need to fix and it's really you that needs to fix it and you don't want to face that reality, the closest target is your spouse. The closest target is your own wife. The one easiest to blame is your own husband. You will always tend to believe that you're more correct than they are. And we don't think that anybody would have acted differently than we're acting now. And we're passing off the blame. And we're justifying our wrongs. And we're making excuses. Instead, if we face the reality about areas of our own personal weaknesses, of our own failures that need to be addressed, and we get used to doing that, not in a bashing way, but in a way, hey, you know, I did this wrong, I need to fix it, then your marriage ultimately will become a thousand times better than it is now. Because when you get into an argument with your spouse about something, and you have that mental maturity, that emotional intelligence, and that space to say, hey, wait a minute, is there some truth to what he or she is saying? Maybe instead at this time, instead of denying it or blaming it or thinking about how I'm going to come back with a sharp comment, you're it. Not like a doormat. Again, that doesn't mean being a doormat. But you're it in the sense where you start thinking, hey, Maybe there's some truth to this. I have to think about it. Maybe there is some faults or I can handle it better. And if I was dead wrong, I confess it. I repent it. And I say I'm sorry. If I was not totally wrong, but he or she misunderstood what I was saying, you, you, you explain it. And that's really true. Self-work. Honesty with yourself, humility, anava, and honesty before HaKadosh Baruch Hu. 
and you tell HaKadosh Baruch Hu, please help me with my Shalom Bayis and please help me when I know I'm incorrect with something to in order to correct it. That does not mean you're always wrong. That does not mean that you're a dormant. We said that many times. It doesn't mean you get thrown like everything you do is wrong, wrong, wrong. No. But you are somewhat humble and you recognize the things that you may have done wrong and take responsibility for your own failure, for your own wrongness, for the things that you did wrong. And you have no idea how much a sincere apology can break, maybe an amazing breakthrough in a marriage. This hard resistance, this iron wall that sometimes takes place between a husband and wife can be broken by a sincere, honest apology. It rebuilds the bridge. It unclogs the pipelines of communication. It reignites feelings of affection. And even if your spouse, let's say, was 90% wrong and you were 10% wrong, the sooner you offer a sincere apology on the 10%, the quicker the healing will begin and things will get back on track. So in every argument, there are two parties. So both of you may be wrong and right about many things in an argument. But if each one of you takes responsibility for my part, my 60% wrong, my 40% wrong, my 80% wrong, or my 10% wrong, and I acknowledge it, you know, this particular thing and those aspects, I am sorry, I am wrong, I should have handled it better. It opens up a breakthrough and it breaks the resistance and it creates a ha-hava and an understanding. It's very, very important. And that's an act of love. That's an act of chesed. When you machnia yourself and acknowledge the wrong that you did and you acknowledge it to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and to your spouse, that's an act of ahava. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu is makedat. And just like HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells you with when you do something wrong, come to me. Say you're sorry, admit it, be misvada, and then do you know, of course, remove that behavior, the tenoyim of tshuva, harata on the past, regret on the past, a kabbalah for the future, and of course, expressing that. Hashem wants you to do that for your spouse also. Get it right with your spouse. To apologize sincerely when you're wrong and swallow your pride and ask Mechila. And no matter how your spouse responds in the right way or the wrong way, in a healthy way, in an unhealthy way right now, you do your part and take the responsibility to work through your own issues. And here is an important aside that I want to finish this share with. Very often, when you want to fix your own issues and ask Mechila and fix things, your other, other spouse may not react kindly to you. They may be cold to you or indifferent to you. And it's very difficult for you to take responsibility or ask forgiveness or fix a problem when your spouse is cold towards you. But here is where the Iker Avaida is on something that you know you need to correct on your 80% wrongness in the situation or 10% wrongness of the situation. It makes no difference. If you know there is something you need to correct and everyone needs their own self-correction, 
You take the courage to work through it, and you work through it and not be affected by the fact on whether your spouse acts warmly towards you for it or is cold and indifferent to you for it. It's difficult because you're not seeing feedback. But to the Rabbeinu Shlodim, that's what it is. If your heart is sincere, you may be surprised how much koiches Hashem will give you when you take that responsibility. And ultimately, your spouse will respond in kind. And it works like that, just like it works with Ben Adam Le Mokin. You have Yemei Ahava and now Yemei of Reverse, meaning you have times where you feel close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, things are going smoothly and wonderfully, and times where it's, you know, very hard. And when it's very hard and you're not seeing that Siyata Deshmaya per se, or you're not feeling that um, Ha'ara, that light from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and you serve Him anyway, that's very precious in the eyes of Hashem. And so too, it's very precious in the eyes of Hashem when you fix your own issues and you ask forgiveness. And no matter how your spouse responds, in the positive or in the negative, and again, it's encouraged. Of course, I'm saying that if you're the recipient, you're being, you're, 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 so your husband or wife is apologizing to you, you do your best to sincerely acknowledge it and express that feedback. That's ideal. But even in a situation where that is not occurring right now, you ask that forgiveness that is needed, no matter how they respond, and you take your responsibility, and you do it with a have and not with resentment. And usually, over time, it's an asylum, but what a time is, as HaKadosh Baruch Hu fills in that gaps. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu helps you get through it. So this year, just to review the two aspects that we talked about today, is number one, is the importance of forgiving one another. And that really helps heal a marriage in a tremendous, tremendous way. And another one is to be responsible for another. Like we said, and I'm going to say it again, it is foolish for a husband to desire healthy, good children or to have great sex life in the bedroom if they don't lift a finger to help their wife around the house or help with their kids and act responsible in many ways in the areas of life HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants them to be responsible for. If they do that and they put in all that effort, then yes, then there's a healthy expectation of having good children, a good marriage, and great intimacy in the bedroom. Yes. And the wife as well. They're working very hard. Your husband's working very hard, and he's trying to bring money in as best as he could. This is just one example of it. But if she hopes for that stability and she squanders money without acknowledging a budget whatsoever, you can't expect and 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 you know and then you don't bother with taking into consideration at all your husband's sexual needs whatsoever, then it's foolish to hope for a healthy marriage. And this is not something that's popular that people like talking about, and everyone needs to just point the finger at themselves and not at the other, of course. But all of us are like that. We all, whether we're 
male or female, whether whether we're with a husband or the wife, whether with a man or whether with a woman, it makes no difference. We all of us know with ourselves that there are things that yes, that are not our fault. There are things that truthfully our spouse needs to provide for us, but there are many, many things that we know we fall short on our own responsibilities on what we need to do and what we need to work on. And a husband needs to work on helping his house more around the house, learning, davening, doing everything he can. And then, yes, then, to want to have healthy children and a warm marriage and uh, great physical intimacy in the bedroom, that's fine to want those things and to aspire to for those things. And for the woman herself as well, if she does do her part in helping in the house and doing everything she can to support her husband inside the bedroom, outside the bedroom, then yes, then she has a right to expect her, her husband caring for her and loving her and protecting her. So this part of it, of responsibility, is something that is so counterproductive and counterintuitive in our culture. And it's seeped into our from community as well, because we live in a society where responsibility is a dirty word, where they don't take the word responsibility as something that's good. It's not, we're not talking about standing on your high horse like a king and ordering people around saying, you're responsible for this, you're responsible for that. We're talking about healthy, normal human responsibility that HaKadosh Baruch Hu put in our DNA, that that makes us healthy. That responsibility is good. It's not condemning. It's not stifling. It's not a boundary that, that chokes you. It is something that frees you, that gives you freedom. And it's that responsibility that we have to fight the culture and realize that it's a good thing and not a bad thing. When a husband for himself realizes, yes, whatever the reasons are, but I need to do my piece in asking Mechila. I need to do my part in making the marriage better. I need to do my part in making my wife's life easier. And then if he does that, he will see and he has a right to expect him receiving those benefits that he's aspiring to and the wife as well. And if each one does this for one another and appreciates, and we said we should do this whether there is feedback for the, from the husband or wife in a positive way or a negative way, it makes no difference. You do it anyway, but of course, and again, I'm going to end the share like that, is that when you see the effort coming from your husband that he is helping more in the house, or you see effort from the wife, she is trying much harder in the home to make you happy and to make you comfortable. And you see those efforts you acknowledge those efforts. You thank her or him for those efforts. And that opens up, breaks the barriers, and opens up and heals marriages. Have a wonderful day.